This Alsco Uniforms 250 episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contest. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details right now at CircaSports.com. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb even though our schedule is well about a day off of normal it doesn't matter it's still the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he's still cody zeeb i'm still rod via gomez and we are here of course today to celebrate the xfinity series and all of its glory and uh, to break down the alsco uniforms 250 for you from the atlanta supermotor speedway racing course <laughs> i rig whatever it is i don't care they're in atlanta they're running around the new paved track like you said, Cody, yesterday, it's going to get to the point where it won't be new anymore, and we'll just call it the Atlanta Motor Speedway, and we won't even reference its past of non-super speedwayness. Yes, apparently some people still un, uh, don't, I guess, don't know that it's a super speedway. I saw Bob Pockers retweeted someone today that tweeted at Bob and said, wait, Atlanta Motor Speedway is now a super speedway? <laughs> and everybody's comments were like, where you been, bro? <laughs> uh, like, well, okay. Listen, technically, no, but the banking makes it exactly it's like one. It's, it's, a it's a super speedway. speedway. <laughs> no arguing that. It's a super speedway. Uh, that's like, well, yeah, buddy. It has been for the last year and uh, two, three, three races. So we're, yeah, we're uh, this will be the fourth time here. It's uh, it's pretty well well established, I think, at this point. That's uh, the guy that's like, wait, the Colts are in Indianapolis. I Where, where's Jeff Gordon at? Uh, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, where you been? Where you been? Huh? <laughs> uh, Kyle Petty's still in the forty-two, right? Forty-three. Where? Where is he at? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, hey, if you're a casual fan just getting back to the sport welcome <laughs> it's true it's true and it's okay there's still a seat for you there you just got to get caught up there's a lot to get caught up on yes, lately yeah. now you know atlanta's a super speedway now <laughs> yes you do and it races exactly like that and uh for 163 laps these guys are going to be running this for this 251 mile not necessarily 250 but it's hard to make the math work when you're when your track is uh 1.540 miles to make it an even lap number. So, yes, uh, 163 laps for this 250-lap race. Cody, I mean, we talked about it a lot yesterday on the, the betting episode, and, you know, it's just a matter of, look, this is uh, this is a, a race in which anything can and would... I mean, we're coming from, uh, from Chicago where 
we just witnessed pure utter chaos in the Xfinity race. They didn't even get the whole damn thing. Can will or won't happen yeah. in the Xfinity race. God bless it, man. Cole that's, Custer gets the man, win. Man, that's, yeah, it sucks. I mean, like Derek and I on Sunday night, we didn't even recap our bets because it was pointless. There was no. I mean, you know, it sucks, but that's what we tried to warn everybody. Like anything could happen, and literally something we've never seen them do before which was call a race before halfway, which, I mean, it was basically halfway. They were two laps short. I don't know. Like, I heard somebody make the point of, like, would you feel better if they would have run out, went out and run two more caution laps and then called the race? Like, no. no. But, uh, again, it's, you know, that's in the past at this point. But anything can happen. That's the same thing here at Atlanta. Different scenarios, of course, I think. But uh, anything can happen, right? We, we we have this speech every time we do the super speedways talked about it yesterday on the cup series pick show like go into it go lighter on super speedway weeks have fun expect to lose these bets even more than a normal week look for value i probably should look at your bets because i haven't done so yet but i don't think i have a single head-to-head in my bets uh it's just it's tough to do bets like that and uh yeah it's gonna be uh be a fun week though I have one head-to-head, and a lot like you last time uh, in the in the Cup Series picks, the head-to-head is one that I basically just, it's almost, it's not a slam dunk because it's never a slam dunk, but with what we've talked about over the last few weeks with, with this driver involved, it, it almost feels like it's kind of a slam dunk in that, yeah, and we'll talk about it in a little bit, but yeah, I only have the one head-to-head, and technically I only have, I have one head-to-head, and I've got two that are within the plus 100 to plus 200. Outside of that, everything else is, is you know, of, of three to one or greater in that. And I'll get to one even a little while later that's even more than that. So um, I think uh, three to one is my shortest bet, actually, yeah, as is. I look. It's interesting, but it's tough, especially in the Xfinity series. Like, we don't get the top 10 option like we do in the Cup series. That really narrows it down because there's a big difference in a top 10 and a top five. Um, and, and again, not doing the head-to-heads. You're looking for value out here, and, and there is some value out there. So I, that's that's the route that I chose to take, I guess. I just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. You build your betting card, and you didn't even realize the strategy until you actually you know take the strategy. Well, I actually look at the full picture, and I'm like, well, and I st- I'm happy with it. I like it. I feel like there's some really good bets in here. Some people can build an entire strategy and work into that. Me, I'm a scattershot guy, man. Like I'm not a I'm not an overall concept guy. I'm like, yes, this looks good, great. And then if I can build a narrative, then then that's even better. But like, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, and I didn't even do it on purpose. That's just how it turned out. So that's You're how it goes sometimes. Genius. That's why. That's that's what happens when your genius <laughs> yeah. mind goes into work. I don't know about that, but <laughs> all right. Well, we've been we've been handicapping for a while, and I think that's what. Uh, that's what is going on now. You 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 figured it out without even figuring it out. We're only what two hundred and twelve episodes in, <laughs> right? Uh, speaking of being two hundred twelve episodes in, we've had some fantastic sponsors over that time, and another one has introduced themselves. And now we introduce you, Circa Sports, Circa Millions, and Circa Survivor are back. There's $14 million in guaranteed prizes up for grabs in their two contests. If you want the Circa Millions contest, you get five NFL picks against the spread each week that you can make. And then the Circa Survivors, just the way it is. You pick a different money line winner each week. Hopefully you keep winning. Hopefully you keep advancing. 
great part about this, you can enter in Vegas and play anywhere else in the world where you're at, even in states that do not allow legal sports betting. So if you can make your way out to Vegas and enter, you're good no matter where you go. Plus, if you go in late August, that last weekend in August, Sports Gambling Podcast is going to be out there, which means Sean and Ryan are going to be holding it down for the mothership. So go catch them. If you want all the details for this, go to circusports.com. That is circusports.com. I said earlier that if uh, if there was a chance that I win this, I would definitely fly you, Cody, and and I'd probably pick about four or five listeners, and we could all go out and watch a race together. That would be a good package. I think I think it'd be fun to give away. So that that's what I do with my fourteen million. Um, outside of of course buying out my house outright and my data house and some cars and oh shit, there goes my fourteen million. Yeah. Never mind, Cody. The yeah. race will have to wait. <laughs> Feel like we could spend that pretty fast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah, I think we could. That would probably be too much. Never mind. I don't got the fortune. I would. Uh, I would appreciate the challenge, though. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. Uh, all right. So listen, there's no. I mean, outside of of last week's just craziness in Chicago, we were just talking about it just before we popped on. There's no actual real Xfinity news. I mean, we could. Well, we'll kind of let's talk through this uh, this entry list. There are some. Names that you don't yep. necessarily hear all the time. So let's let's take a look at that, Cody. What jumps off the page at you? Yeah, uh, Justin Haley's in the number ten car for colleague. That's uh, that's of note and will be talked about. Ty Gibbs is in the nineteen car for Joe Gibbs. Uh, Parker Chase in the twenty four for uh, that's Sam Hunt Racing. Kyle Weatherman in the thirty six. Joe Graf in the thirty eight. Uh, Josh Balicki in the ninety one. That's really kind of all your main notable notables in this one, I suppose. Kyle Sieg is in that twenty-eight car. That's uh, uh that's been the the RSS floater car of uh, they had uh, gosh, who Eric Almarola was in that for Sonoma, where he won. Zane Smith made an appearance in that. Somebody else, a ringer, was in that last week. I don't remember who that was, but uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of your your notables in this uh, in this entry list. Uh, and it is 39 cars for 38 spots, by the way. Yeah, so one person isn't gonna isn't gonna be able to make this race. Uh, a couple of off the wall entries that we don't necessarily see very often. Uh, Akinor Ogata is going to be racing in this race. He will be in the 55, uh, the 53 car rather, the Emerling Gase Motorsports Chevrolet, sponsored by YKKAP. Um, he's actually raced a few Xfinity races in his time, five over the course of the last three years, uh, 14 truck series races, no top tens, no top fives, uh, obviously kind of just a long shot kind of a guy. Uh, Greg Van Alst, uh, Arkham Menard series guy is actually coming up to race as well. He'll be in the 44 car for, uh, Tommy Joe Martins and, uh, his, his sponsor CB fabricating, so uh, a couple of those names, uh, what do we got? We got uh, Mason Maggio, uh, who uh, is a Bobby Doder car, uh, the Mike, or Chevrolet out there, the number 07 for him. So yeah, just a few other of those names that you don't necessarily hear very often. And in a super speedway, I say it because, I mean, look, last week proved to us, Cody, you got to start saying these guys' names because lo and behold, one of them could pop off a win and uh, SVG pretty much proved to us that, uh, that yeah, you kind of can't ignore these guys anymore like you could before. Yeah, absolutely, especially on Super Speedway, right? We talk about it 
that just about everybody on the board is eligible to be bet in some way, shape, or form, even if at some point in the race they're two or three laps down. They can fight back. You get big crashes. People avoid chaos. All of a sudden, you're cashing a top five, a top ten. Well, you don't get top tens at Xfinity, but cashing a top five, you're cashing a group bet, whatever it might be. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, everybody's in play in some sh- way, shape, or form, especially when you get to the DFS side of things and stuff like that uh, when it comes to when it comes to super speedway racing. Do I have to make another plea? Do I do I really have to come out here and and beg the books again to open up some more Xfinity odds? Because I, I'm telling you right now, if you make it as as plentiful as F1 odds, I guarantee you people are going to to continue to exploit these markets because it's just there's so much more you can bet on on F1. We sound like a broken record, and and sometimes I get here tired of hearing myself say it. But I want, I'm going to keep saying it until a book or two decide that it is within their power to grant the, the ability to, to do like even qualifying bets for Xfinity or practice bets for Xfinity or, you know, winning margins or something else. If you're not going to give us a top 10 market, give us other ways to, to bet, you know, fastest pit stop, ball, something like that. That's, that's all I'm asking for books. Please. Can you make that happen? I love you. I yeah, love you forever. It's, uh, <laughs> it's all lagging behind a little in the cup series, but especially when you get down to Xfinity and trucks, it's just, it's tough some weeks, but uh, like I said, I feel like we had some pretty good stuff I wanted to touch on. So let's look at the, at the board. <laughs> we kind of touched on this in the cup series race yesterday. Austin Hill is the prohibitive favorite in this he's at plus 350 please I, i'm begging you do not ever bet a plus 350 outright on a super speedway austin hill absolutely amazing on super speedways i think in his three xfinity races here he's got a f- two first and a second it's great it's wonderful he's awesome he's amazing i'm betting on him on sunday plus 350 on a super speedway rod Man, you're really, really playing with fire there. <laughs> I okay, so don't look at my outrights then. <laughs> oh wait, did you pick Austin? Oh my God, you did. <laughs> well, I'll ma- listen. Okay, with okay, all I of that, amend that. I should say, don't. No, 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 I'm no. Not begging you not to, but I'm saying, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Well, listen, no, 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 because I, I want you to do that. That's the kind of that's <laughs> that's why we have to have this show, right? We have to represent represent both look at we're skip and and shannon right we're going to come at each other like spider monkeys and and tell each I'm other exactly didn't name anybody from espn or we'd probably be getting fired uh, <laughs> oh i know right um no but like the thing is is that and i'll make the case for you i i want you to to caution them because i will also give them another side of that coin I really should look ahead at these bets. Nah. Although I think it makes for a better show if I don't. It does. It does. And now I want you to fire back at me with exactly that sort of fire when I come back at it. So this man, that's just again, you're going to make a solid case. I'm here. I go typing and talking again at the same time. I know. Look at you. Oh, look at you. <laughs> but, did uh, Ah, your phone. I always hit the damn microphone button on my phone and then it uh, and then it starts typing in the document. I don't even know what I did here. That's but. funny. Uh, anyways, yeah, it's just man, plus three fifty. I, I I did say please don't. I, I guess no, no. That's, that's probably insane. going. That's probably going a little too far. But I would not for sure bet something that low on a super speedway. Obviously, you you can talk about it. The case you're gonna make is beautiful. It's great. Like he's fucking really good on super speedways, all of them. 
specifically Atlanta. And it's hard to argue against that. It's just there's so many things that can go wrong. In the Cup Series, uh, some books have a couple guys at 10 to 1, but a lot of the books, it's 12 to 1, 13 to 1 for the very favorite, top of the favorite board. I mean, completely different story over there. You go past Hill and it's Creed at 800, Gibbs at 800, and then Haley, 1200. I mean, it drops quickly down the odds board. Uh, again, we'll talk about it more when we get down there farther, but I just thought it was real interesting that Austin Hill is so damn short. It's That's real tough odds on a super speedway. Yeah, it is. Again, I'll talk about that in a little bit as well, but uh, I'll tell you right now, this is, and, and we caution this every time, Again, we have to kind of catch all people. So if you've listened to this before, you've heard us the disclaimer, go easy on it, go easy on this this because it's anything can and will happen. Have fun, make bets that you wouldn't normally make and just uh you know, live live the super speedway life and just be happy doing it. And that's kind of what, you know, kind of what you got to do in this case. So that's how we'll play it. And that's how we'll do it when we lay up our bets for you. But we want to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. We're excited to tell you about Underdog Fantasy because Underdog Fantasy continues to be the awesomest, awesomest best ball type of place you can ever have. Best Ball Mania is four is here. And Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. So many ways to win over at Underdog. And Underdog is available in so many states get down on the action now head over to underdogfantasy.com use the promo code sgpn for a 100 deposit bonus up to 100 that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn all right cody it is of course the alsco uniforms 250 from the atlanta motor super speedway in hampton georgia 163 laps 1.540 miles of serious banking, serious chaos, and hopefully a lot of fun. Uh, and of course, this 251-mile race will take place on Saturday, and we're going to have some fun watching it and breaking it down. Last year, in the uh, the Raptor Tough 250, or, or I'm sorry, earlier in the year, they took part in the Raptor King of Tough 250, and uh, it was another 250-mile race, Austin Hill. 103 laps led, won this race handily. So, um, yeah, I mean, his margin of victory was very close, though, actually, over number 11. Uh, and, and yeah, I'm not beeping out his name anymore. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> oh, dude, this is the week we should be beeping it out. We're at a super speedway. <clears throat> Last okay. time we were at a super speedway, he cleaned out all four of my outright bets who were in the top five in one foul swoop. Locked it is true. 11. It is true. <laughs> Uh, but yes, anyways, so that, that's what's set to happen. That's the stage. And uh, yeah, I think it's time and to get into some bets. You take it easy on super speedways because exactly. it's number 11. Exactly. <laughs> yes, a nice Saturday night race for us, uh, 8 o'clock on the East Coast. All right, Rod, I am going to start swinging for the fences right out of the gate. Ryan Sieg, my go-to guy for the Xfinity Series when it comes to super speedway racing. Top five plus 500 over on Caesar Sportsbook. In the three races at Atlanta Motor Speedway on this configuration, he's got an 11th, a 15th, and a 10th place finish. Three strong, solid finishes. Made it to the end at all of them. Again, if you can finish 10th on a super speedway, you can finish fifth. Um, you go to Talladega, he's got six top 11 finishes in the last seven races. Again, 
He's making it to the end. He's putting himself in position. Um, and he's got two eighth-place finishes at Daytona in the last three races there. So very, very, very consistent on super speedways. Makes it to the end way more times than he doesn't. That's what you're asking for. Plus 500, all he's got to do is get in the top 10. He's one of those guys that you're going to see late in the race, always hanging around near the front. Ryan Sieg, make sure you get the Ryan part, not Kyle Sieg. His odds are much farther for a good reason. I, I, I tried. I tried to make it Sieg Brothers bet, and I couldn't talk myself into Kyle. But Ryan Sieg, top five, plus 500 over on Caesars. I love it. I know. I I know you love your Ryan Sieg, so uh, I'll never argue with you on that. And it's just been... my Corey LaJoy of the uh, Xfinity series. You you need a you need to print out a picture of him, and that way you can. Hold I, I might have to do that. Yeah, that way we get there next time we're at a super. If speed he wins, win. I might do a show next week with his face taped over mine. Either. <laughs> Something crazy. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, all right. Well. You know, listen, if you had me mentioning a JRM car right out of the jump on your bingo card. <laughs> Minus 4,000. You might as well go ahead and just blot that that uh, dot because I here I am right out of the gate. It's like Kevin Harvick. It's the free square. <laughs> it is the free square. Uh, look, uh, Josh Berry, top three, plus 340. The top three odds are not really all that sexy, to be honest with you. Uh, which is why I think Josh Berry at, at plus 340 is probably the better of the all the values out there. He's done it once before on this track. In the in the fall race of 2022, started second, finished second. Uh, and yet in the, in the uh, spring race of 2025, in the first configuration of this, he started in second place, uh, actually won stage one, and ended up crashing out of the race, unfortunately, uh, for a sad 33rd place finish. He did lead three laps in this in this race as well. So he was a fast car. He just got caught up in a wreck, uh, unfortunately, and, and it was out of his control that he wasn't able to, to complete. It was a late wreck, too. He lapped, uh, wrecked in lap 140. So he got into it with Creed uh, and, and with the 68 car at the time, and unfortunately, that ended his day. So... I, he could have been on for a much better day that time if he wouldn't have crashed. Uh, but in that fall race, he led 13 laps on his way to that second place finish. And uh, and then in Atlanta in the, the fall, or I'm sorry, in the spring of this year, he finished in seventh after a ninth place finish. So again, Josh Berry, like you said, if you can if you can finish in the top 10, you can finish in the top five. It's, it's not that much of a stretch. And if you can finish in the top five, you can finish in the top three. It's sort of a, 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 if you can just get yourself in the right place, something can happen in front of you and you're good. Look, Josh Berry has only had one top three finish this season, surprisingly, but he has had 11 top 10 finishes in 16 starts this season, which again, seven of those have been top five finishes on a super speedway. It's very easy to move up positions. It's very easy to gain from uh, uh, somebody slipping in front of the wrong draft and pulling that down and you launch yourself up into the top three because of it, uh, somebody making a late move and and blocking a line and, and you benefit from the momentum of it, a lot of stuff can happen. And Josh Berry is a good enough driver to, to do it. Like I said, he finished second here already a couple of races ago. So I'm banking on magic to happen again and for him to get a top three finish at plus 340. You can find that over on Caesars. Well, we've seen how strong those JRM cars are on super speedways, right? We saw it at Daytona. 
very first race of the season, they were what? Second, third, fourth, and fifth, all right there together. Ended up taking each other out, which, you know, they had a little problem with that, but it seems like that's resolved itself now. So, uh, again, if they can be that stronger, Daytona, they can be that strong here. Uh, and then maybe Barry makes it into the top three. So I do like that bet. Um, next up for me, back to the top five market. Again, going for guys that are a little bit of longer shots, but really have a good chance at getting this type of finish. I'm going to go with Brett Moffitt. Um, he has been having a hell of a season, former Cup Series Rookie of the Year. He's plus 430 over on Caesar Sportsbook for the top five finish. Go back to the spring race here, Rod. Finished in sixth place. You literally cannot get any closer to getting a top five than sixth place. So that's very close, especially for a guy you're getting at plus 430. Um, last season, a 20th and a 14th place finish. Not super great, but again, survived at the end put himself in position. He's having a much better season this year as well, so I like that. Um, he's got a second place and an 11th place in two of the last four races at Daytona. Second place, that's cash in your top five, right? Uh, and then at Talladega, a 10th and a 12th in the last two races there. Again, solid finishes, making it to the end, putting yourself in position. That's all we're asking for. He was also one of those drivers that I had it outright on, along with Ryan Sieg. That's a uh, number 11 took out for me as they were running in the top five near the end of that race. Uh, Talladega. Yeah. And I actually, to full disclosure, I was going to pick this one as well. You got to the dock first this time. So that was yours. And uh, yeah, I back you on that one for sure. I, it, Cause it, again, you're, you're looking for these guys whose names are around the front more often than they're not, or, you know, within striking distance of the position that you want them to be in. Because listen, if Brett, Mo uh, Brett Moffitt was in the top five every single race, he would not be at plus 430. That's that's the thing. Like, the reason he's plus 430 is because he's close. Sometimes he is. Most times he's not. But there's opportunities for him to get there. As long as you can draw a path, a, a path that actually makes sense, not just like, oh, well, you know, he finished 33rd in four races. But, hey, Super Speedway, it's top five. Like even that's not necessarily well, <laughs> a horrible plan. Sometimes it's but. true. It's true. It happens sometimes. <laughs> you want to throw a better two out there. Usually you want longer odds than that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but again, it's you know, it's it's a matter of you just being able to find those names that that kind of correlate with where you're at. And that was why I I back you on this one because that that was my reasoning about it too. It was like you you see his name in there so close to all kinds of what you want, and and that's a good bet for especially plus four thirty. That's really good. Yeah, and again, plus four thirty. One other race at this track so far this season, he finished in six. So it's possible for him to get a top five. Yeah. He proved that already. He did. Speaking of inside the top five, I'm going to go John Hunter Nemechek. Plus 170 to get it. It's short odds. I get it. I know. And and it may seem like it's not worth taking. And for John Hunter Nemechek, he's only done this once on this track, and it wasn't even in the Super, super, uh, super Speedway configuration. It was in 2018. But... Earlier, he had an eighth-place finish at this track uh, in the spring. He started second. Look, John Hunter Nemechek is a man on a mission. He wants to get back into the Cup Series really badly. He knows that uh, this is his best opportunity now to kind of make everybody realize that he does belong up there. And he's been doing a halfway decent job of it, right? He's got two wins on the season. Not bad. He's been one of the fastest cars on the track more often than not. 13 top 10 finishes and 16 starts eight top five finishes. So, you know, he, he's no stranger to 
that top five area. In fact, last week at Chicago, he did manage a second place finish in the, what, 25 laps of the 25 laps that they ended up running on that race. Um, but, you know, who knows what could have happened on the streets of Chicago. He could have very easily maybe jockeyed for the win. He was a fast car there, too. He started in third and was hanging with Cole Custer for most of the time and uh, and almost looked like he may have been able to overtake him later on in that race. Sixth place in Nashville, second place at Charlotte, fifth at Darlington, fifth at Dover. Uh, he won Martinsville, second at Richmond, right? One at Fontana, second at Daytona. <clears throat> so that, you know, Super Speedway already a second place at Daytona. That proves to me that he can get it done in Super Speedway racing. Eighth place in Atlanta, only three spots away from a top five. So I think plus 170 is not uh, a stretch. And I think it may actually pay out in the end. And sometimes it's fun to throw all the, the money at these long odds and everything like that. And, and, and granted, that's why we give them to you. And we give them to you for a reason. But every once in a while, taking a safer bet is not a bad idea either on a super speedway. When you know the guy's got the talent to do it, all he has to do is stay out of the chaos. Yeah. I like it. Uh, again, he's a reliable driver in good, solid equipment. We've seen him win. I think Talladega in the truck series before. Um, so we know that he get it done. Uh, so yeah, I think that's a good one. Uh, and again, kind of good to build for both scenarios, right? You, you take a, a Sieg and a Moffat and you're hoping a little more for chaos. Not They don't have to be crazy chaos to get up there, but it's a John Hunter Nemechek. If it's a less chaotic race. If it ends up more chalky, those are good plays as well. Uh, next up for me, again, when I look at these group bets on super speedways, I'm looking for longer shots. I'm looking for value. So found my guy, Parker Kligerman, in group A over on Caesars, plus 420 to win this group. Not an easy group necessarily at all. We talked about this in the Cup Series picks show yesterday. It doesn't need to be an easy group, right? It just needs to be a long shot guy that can get a good finish. You let the rest sort itself out. Guys get caught up in wrecks. He beats other guys, whatever might happen. So this is the Smith brothers are in this group, Sammy and Chandler. Um, guys that have up and down results, right? They can be really fast on weeks. They can get into trouble on weeks. You're kind of hoping, as far as this bet goes, they maybe get into trouble a little more. Sam Mayer's in this one. He's proven to be a good super speedway guy. Like we talked about, junior motorsports guys taking each other out. Mayer, I think, was second at Daytona. Ends up upside down at the end of that race. Things like that can happen as well. Number 11, you mentioned it. He finished second here earlier in the spring, but I mentioned it as well. I was involved in that wreck that took all of my outrights out. He caused that wreck at Talladega, so it can go both ways for him. And Riley Herbst is the other one. I'm going to talk more about Riley in a little bit, but uh, again, a guy that can go either way. The point being, Parker Kligerman, plus 420. He finished fourth place here in the spring. That's a pretty good finish. Would not have actually won this group because, of course, number 11 finished ahead of him. But the fact that he had the good, solid finish, that's what you're looking for. Four starts at Talladega, a third, two sixth place, and a 31st. And then at Daytona, four career starts there, no DNFs. That is what's key in this. A guy that makes it to the end of these races gets you a decent finish. And again... These types of bets, you can finish 30th and still win this if the other guys go out before you. So it's not, he doesn't have to get to the top five if these other guys aren't up there to cash this type of bet for you. I think a plus 420 uh, Kligerman to win Group A on Caesars is a good bet. 
Yeah, and again, another one that I was going to go ahead and take, and then you took him as well. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Got revenge for Rod stealing my F1 bet. So listen <laughs> to the F1 gambling podcast to find out which bet that was. Uh, I love it. Well, and, you know, for Parker Kligerman, it's, it's, a, it's just a matter of him. When he is good, he's on it, and it's just a, a frustrating thing to watch him kind of run into trouble, and, and, you know, he's such a good guy. That it makes you sort of go, oh man, this is uh, this is rough to watch him have such a bad a bad run yeah. of things. So. And it seems, knock on wood, of course, right? It seems like the Xfinity program started to figure things out. Like they're not having the failures they were having earlier in the season. The, the equipment seems to be more reliable. Uh, and if his equipment can make it, I, I definitely know that Parker can make it to a good finish. Yes, yes, he can. Um, all right, my next bet is one of the uh, unknowns in the Xfinity series, a man making his Xfinity debut. Stop me if you've heard this one. Uh, no, I'm not talking about Shane Van Gisbergen, who uh, who was in the Cup Series. No, this is another van. It is Greg Van Alst, and I think I did it because he's a van, another van. So Greg Van Alst, he is an Arca Menards guy. He's an Arca Series guy who has made uh, several starts in both the uh, Arca West and the Arca East. Um, and he just won his first race uh, in the Arca, uh, Arca Menard Series. And it was at Daytona, a super speedway win for Greg Van Alst uh, in his own car, actually. He drives his own for his own team, the Greg Van Alst team, uh, the number 35 up there. He did finish first at Daytona. Uh, he's got a 10th place at Phoenix in Arca Menards, 10th at Kansas. Uh, he crashed out of a couple of races. They only they've only run five so far this season. But uh, yeah, for for Greg Van Alst, he is the uh, the Daytona champion over there in the ARCA series, and his odds as a top five finisher at twenty two to one. I'm telling you right now, if this last weekend has taught me nothing, it's never count anybody out in races in which a lot of things can happen for drivers to to have good finishes and for greg van alst he already proved that he can run a car uh well enough to win a super speedway race so he's got the skill now can it translate into xfinity can it translate into his first xfinity start well hell we saw van gisbergen last week use exactly those same skills that he had in the uh gt right that the new zealand the aussie gt to win in his first ever cup start race or cup race start so uh, yeah I, I think that anymore just to have fun and put bets on guys like this is is a way to go his odds to win cody 400 to one now don't go broke don't even put more than you would put on a normal super long shot bet but Throw a buck on Van Gisbergen, he or I'm sorry, Van Alst. <laughs> I'm in Van Gisbergen uh, move. Yeah, but if you put a dollar on Greg Van Alst, you'd be able to take your a significant other out on a date, a pretty nice date, uh, the next day if if that one cashes. So, uh, Greg Van Alst top five at twenty two to one. Hey, I mean that's that's dinner in a movie right there, right? But uh, you know, four hundred to one, that's like a weekend in a in a relaxing spa type money. So. Um, yeah, do, do what you will with it, but I think, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna suggest a little something on Greg Van Alst this weekend. I like it. This guy's pretty cool. He actually made his first Arca Series start 2002. Rod, 
Got his first win in 2021. Um, actually, was it? Did I read that right? Was it 2021? Where'd that go? Uh, no, 2023. Yeah, it was. Daytona was his first win this season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty long run there, but pretty cool. Um, I, I will caution that he's one of the drivers definitely on the bubble for maybe not even making this race. But again, that single car qualifying speed means absolutely nothing once you get into the race. It's it's a build for chaos bet, right? But what have we seen on these super speedways? Chaos can happen. We've had races where there's four or five cars left un completely unharmed. I mean, they're not that they're not that they don't have some type of damage, but still running on the lead lap at the end. And that's kind of what you're looking for here. Uh, and he won at the, in the Arca race at Daytona. So he, we know he can get it done. Um, I think this is a really fun long shot bet. Uh, so I'll definitely back you with that. 22 to 1, 400 to 1. Why not, Rod? Super fun. I'm going to go with the guy that maybe you have heard of a little more than Greg Van Alst. Justin Haley. He's stepping down into the uh, Xfinity series again this week. His top three odds plus 300. Before Austin Hill became Austin Hill of the Super Speedways in the Xfinity series, Justin Haley was that guy in Xfinity series Super Speedway ace. Now he's coming back down into this 10 car for Colleg. Um, Colleg has a pretty good super speedway program in the Xfinity series between him. Uh, Chandler Smith, I guess, hasn't necessarily lived up to it completely, but number 11 can be decent when he's not wrecking all of my outrights. Um, but if you go back to the spring race, Haley did run in this race as well in the 10 car, uh, finished in the 10th position. He's got two Xfinity series wins at Daytona and five top 10s in nine races. In Talladega, he has run five races in the Xfinity Series. Two wins, never finished worse than eighth. So in, uh, what is that, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 races between Daytona and Talladega, four wins, and I believe he had three of those wins in a row at one point where he was just winning every single super speedway similar to Austin Hill as of late, right? So Justin Haley, all you need him to do, get in the top 10 here, plus 300 odds. I feel like this is a good bet. Veteran guy, right? He's uh, in the Cup Series full-time now. Talked about betting on him on Sunday. Let's bet on him a little bit on Saturday here as well. Yeah, and again, coming off of a a pretty good day, at least for him uh, in the Cup Series, right? Uh, That 31 car looked good in Chicago, so maybe there's a little bit of momentum that he can carry into it and feel good about stepping back in the Xfinity car just for some uh, rolling around Atlanta time. And again, for him, it's not about points. He just wants to go out and win. So as close as he can come to the front, the better for Haley. I like him. I like the driver. I like the pick. Uh, My next one is my only head-to-head. And like we talked about in the betting show yesterday, fading Kyle Larson on super speedways is always a fantastic idea. So you have to load up wherever you can find it. But lately, fading Sheldon Creed has kind of won you a little more money than you want to admit to it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to take Ty Gibbs over Sheldon Creed. Ty Gibbs making his triumphant return back again to the Xfinity Series for another run uh, at this track where he has actually uh, won a race. He won the 2022 spring race. He was on the pole for the fall race, unfortunately crashed out of that one. Uh, in 35th position is when he where he finished, but uh, he did lead seven laps in the process. Obviously, was a fast car. Obviously, 
was someone to be uh, to to be reckoned with, but unfortunately, he just did not carry it through to the end. But again, it's Ty Gibbs. He's had a he's had a good cup run. All right, and I and he finished what inside the top ten again last week in Chicago. So that means to me again that he's he's riding some momentum up there. Can carry that down into this series. Can he win? Sure. Of course, it's a super speedway, and and he actually can win on this track without it being, uh, without him being in the Cup Series. But I just don't know that he's going to this week. And again, even at the odds that he's at, I'm for, to win. I'm not ready to to do that yet for Ty Gibbs. Uh, but for Sheldon Creed, on the other hand, it just it's not been his season. Like I said, poor Sheldon Creed. I say poor Sheldon Creed. And yet he still had a 7th place finish at Portland, 11th at Sonoma, 17th at Nashville, 17th at Chicago. But it just feels to me like there's more potential in Sheldon Creed than the finishes suggest. And with an average finish of 15.3, he'd be hard-pressed to find uh, Sheldon Creed around the top, especially on this track. Not been his friend. In this two-car, ninth in the spring of 2022. That's cool, right? Well, 12th in the fall. That's getting kind of worse. And then 21st this spring after starting 7th. This is where the bad luck started to run in. So, yeah, I mean, Ty Gibbs riding momentum of a good Cup uh, Series run right now versus Sheldon Creed, who's been struggling to to stay out of trouble. And he's managed to pick himself up a, a little bit out of that trouble. But imagine if he didn't run into trouble, how much better he'd be. Yeah, if something can go wrong, it generally finds Sheldon Creed. That's usually a pretty good reason to fade him. Next up for me, here's my long shot top fives. Throwing some stuff out there in case chaos ensues. Jeffrey Earnhardt, 18 to 1. Uh, I mean, he's an Earnhardt on a super speedway. Do we really need to go in any more than that, right? His uncle, his grandpa, two of the greatest to ever race on super speedways. It's literally in his blood. Um, he did finish 34th here in the spring, got caught up in it early. But last year, a 19th and a 13th place finish. Though that's neither of those are are you know finishes to shake your head at too much. Not bad at all. If you can finish 13th here, a top five is not out of the question at all. Um, he's got two top 20 finishes in the last three Daytona races. Again, it's it's not the greatest of all stats, right? But it means he's finishing races, he's getting to the end. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for a chaotic race. A lot of people get swept up in accidents. Earnhardt finds his way through, finds his way to the end. And he did get a second place finish at Talladega 2022. Uh, I think we had him like 100 to 1 that day. Settle for a second. That was pretty sad. But he can do it. He can get these top three finishes. So give me Jeffrey Earnhardt, top five, 18 to 1 over on Caesars. And also Josh Williams, Mr. Parkett himself. Love some Josh Williams. Had to find a way to bet on him. Um, nine Talladega races Josh Williams has started. He's never DNF'd in any of them. He's got three top 10 finishes in that. Um, and he has top 10 finish at Daytona last year. Uh, 25th and 22nd here last year. Not super impressive, but again, finished both races. Things get a little more chaotic. He makes it through. Um, we, we've seen, right, after his, was that Talladega? Or I think it was Talladega. Uh, where he got suspended after parking it on the front stretch. But more money's come in since then, sponsorship opportunities and stuff. He's not been having a too horrible of a season. So I think these are two guys that 
long shots for a reason for sure. I'm not saying they're going to go just run up in the top five, but at 18 to one apiece, they're guys that potentially can really get you a top five finish, um, which really anybody can, but they're guys that, that get to the end of a lot of these super speedway races, right? And have that opportunity to get you the good solid finishes would be nice caches at 18 to one. So those are my build for chaos picks. I want to see Josh Williams get in the top. Five. I want to see Josh Williams win a race. That would be That'd fun. Be, that'd be great. I mean, he would definitely park it in victory lane. Uh, so that yeah. would be a marketing stamp, you know, something right right from the get-go. Yeah, I'll park it in victory lane. So Yeah, okay. that would be uh, probably a lot of merch that would come from that. I think a string. He's a uh, three, what is that? Third. Is it 300 to one? That's a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah 300, 300 to one to win. Yeah. A lot of zeros. I'll see. There you go. There's your 300 to one. Uh, there you go. Like it. Uh, all right. Well, listen, because we can't get a top 10 bet, I'm going to hit you with a car winning number bet, and that's okay. Uh, I'm going to take the plus money side of this, and it is set at over 18 and a half. I was literally shocked that the plus money side of this was over 18 and a half because over 18 and a half gives you Ty Gibbs. It gives you John Hunchanimachek. It gives you Austin Hill, it gives you, uh, as you scroll back down, even like Jeffrey Earnhardt, like you said, um, but it, it, those three big ones right there, it gives you those three big ones, and Austin Hill, well, I'll talk about him in, in a little bit, it's weird because normally they don't give you the favorites as plus money on these top, uh, on these number bets when it's over under, so again, it's, it's at plus 100, but if you're looking for a bet that's very likely to cash, you know, you can put uh, however much you want to justify maybe hedging on one of these other bets that you place out there because it's probably more than likely going to hit, which means you'll win, you'll win. And, and I know it's fun. I know it's fun to place all the other bets, but ultimately you, you want to win. I mean, it's, that's what we're doing. That's what you do it for. You, you gamble because you want to win. So I, I think this is a very good opportunity for you to place that bet and win uh, on on this number bet because those three heavy hitters right out of the jump, all three of those guys could end up winning this race. And you know, I talked about John Hunt, John Hunter earlier, and he's just been one of the faster cars. All he's got to do is have a good clean race. Ty Gibbs, he's already won out here already. You know, Austin Hill, I'll talk about him in a second. But yeah, it's 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 just a matter of covering your bases with three different guys and being able to cash a number bet like this. Yeah, this is I'm sort of confused as to where they placed this line and why they placed it here, but yeah, the over. I mean, not that there's not guys that can't win under, right? And you've got uh, all the JRM cars and Cole Custers of the world and stuff, but man, so many heavy hitters over this number. Yeah, that's kind of a crazy... I, I feel like it's placed wrong, even... I, I don't know. Well, Clickerman's in it, that. Sieg's in that, right? I right. mean, that's we, what, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's some guys, guys like Herbst even could win. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, you've got you've got Sieg in there. You've got Man, yeah, there's there's some names where I mean, I get there's some names under that too, but odd odd positioning. I would think they would put it more at like twenty and a half. So you got John Hunter and Gibbs on the other side of it. I I don't know. It's interesting, but uh, I do like the oversight of it for sure. Yeah, especially at plus money. So give me that all day long. Uh, all right. Well, let me uh, let me take a, a quick second. 
And I always like this part because I get to say thank you during this segment. I get to say thank you to all of you that continue to watch on YouTube, that continue to subscribe, comment, like, do all the things that keep the bosses happy and keeps this show continuing to be up there. Oh my God, is that Rusty Wallace? A Rusty Wallace bobblehead. Look at that. Ah, you would not be able to see that if it weren't for the YouTube see? channel. See? I love Got it. A little props, even. I love that. Man, Rusty Wallace is so amazing. Uh, but yes, you'd miss out on moments like that. Oh, it's look Tony at Tony Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> I, look, right, it's funny because I didn't even... play with my toys. <laughs> no, no, play away. And in fact, that's what you watch this YouTube channel for is for that kind of stuff. Uh, but again, if you also listen to us on the OG channels, right? All, all the Spotify's, the Apple Podcasts of the world, uh, we appreciate you as well. Leave a review, leave a comment, give us five stars, tell Spotify, I don't know, put it in signal flares up in the sky that you like us, however they want to do it. Um, just uh, continue to support the show as you do. We appreciate it. We appreciate being able to do this for you day in and day out. Believe me, we wouldn't do it if we didn't love it and we didn't love you. So. Uh, continue to do the things to make the show possible and we'll continue to work hard for you. All right. Well, it is time. Somebody has to win this crazy mixed up race that is Atlanta Speedway. Cody, uh, and in fine super speedway form, which 55 drivers do you have to win this race? That's right. Take your unit, break it up 55 different ways, place it (laughs) on everybody in the field. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't quite do that. But take a unit, split it up again. Like to make the football comparison, first touchdown bets, right? That's what you're doing here. You, you get even though other than Hill, the lowest odds are still pretty high up there, right? And then you you spread it out throughout the field. So Justin Haley, twelve to one. That's disrespectful. He should not be at twelve to one. As good of a super speedway racer as he is, especially in the Xfinity series. Uh, coming down into this in a good car in the college car, 12 to one for Justin Haley. Uh, love that bet. So he's going to be the first guy I take. Talked about him a little bit earlier. Riley Herbst back on the train, 22 to one over on DraftKings. Um, Herbst is a guy he can get a ton. We've seen it from him before. Uh, and he's a pretty good super speedway racer. So in the three races here, he's got a fifth, a ninth and a fourth place finish. That's three really good finishes. Two of them in the top five there at the end of the race. The last four races at Daytona, 6th, 15th, 4th, and 10th. Again, all inside the top 15, good, solid finishes. And he's been top 11 in three of the last five at Talladega. He's finding his way to get to the end. He's got multiple fourth-place finishes in there. He's getting so close. The type of guy that can put himself in position to be there at the end. He's going to get a win eventually, I think think but i think it's got to come at a track like this before he's gonna win anywhere else get that monkey off the back finally it's gonna happen eventually i think this could be the week for riley herbst so give me herbst 22 to 1 a name that i have not put on my card since very early this season when i had extremely high hopes for him rod i've retired his name until now i'm pulling a dusting off Brandon Jones, 25 to 1. It all begins right here. All the bad luck he's had all season. Everything that's gone wrong for this number nine team and Brandon Jones. It's going to end this weekend, Rod. Brandon Jones going to take that beautiful Menards number nine car to victory lane. And uh, 
yeah, it's going to be great. 25 to 1 over on Superbook. I'm, I'm back in on the Jones train. Three starts at Atlanta. He's got a 19th and 11th and a 7th. Again, finished all of them. He's got four top 10 finishes at Daytona, including third and fourth place finishes. He's finished second twice at Talladega. So close to getting that win. He's got six top 16 finishes in the last 11 races at Talladega as well. Very good super speedway racer. This is the type of place, right? They've obviously been lacking something, something major week in and week out in that camp. This is the type of place where you're obviously in a good enough car. You can make up that difference on this type of track. He can put himself out front. We just talked about it, right? All four of these JRM cars were up front at the end of Daytona. If he's the guy leading that train, maybe they just push him so they don't wreck each other out like they did there. Push him to this win. A win like this completely changes the season for a team that's had shitty luck all season, for a team that's struggled. They get into victory lane. They can suddenly become dangerous. Brandon Jones is a threat to win. And then, of course, I can't leave him off the card, Rod. Ryan Sieg, 40-1 to 1 over on Caesars. I've already espoused my love for him. He is good. He has gotten so close. I bet on him every single time we come to Super Speedways. His odds are almost always right at 40-1. to 1. I feel like I've gotten that ticket on him quite a few times. He has come very, very, very close to cashing one of these. Ryan Sieg Racing, they've been around a long time. They finally got their first win a couple weeks ago. Eric Almarola at 200 to 1 did it at Sonoma. Boom, they got that monkey off the back. Here comes their win. Ryan Sieg could easily get it done this weekend. 40 to 1 over on Caesars. That's my card, Rob. I love it. Uh, and again, it, Riley Herbst tugs at the heartstrings. We want to see him win. We want to see him pull something through. Uh, I almost went with Brandon Jones as well, uh, only because, but then I, I, I'm putting a throttle. I have a governor on how many uh, how many JRM bets I can put in each card. So uh, after Josh Berry, I, 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 my governor stopped. So I was like, okay, well, shit, then I'm out. Probably, yeah. probably a good idea. That's yeah. It's like I can't load another <laughs> card full of JRM cars again. So we'll. we'll Rod pull loves JRM more than I love Corey LaJoy, and that's a high bar. That's <laughs> actually pretty damn true. If you go back through my betting card, that's exactly the case. So, um, all right, but I don't have JRM cars in my winning bets. Uh, I, listen, we alluded to it earlier in the beginning of the show. Austin I'm, Hill. I'm gonna log off now. These are two just gross bets from Rob. Cody, Cody yeah. does not. Cody's not want to stick around for this. I do not uh, approve. Cody, let everybody know on social media that they can find you, and we'll go ahead and put you away. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Listen, I am going to tell you this: if you were to tell me that the odds for the sun to rise tomorrow would be at minus three thousand. I would find a way to pay enough juice to make money off of that minus 3,000 bet because I know that the sun is going to rise tomorrow. I know that because it has done that for millions of years before and it will do it for millions of years to come until the one time it doesn't, which is fine, but then if it doesn't, then I'm dead anyway, so who cares, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. For Austin Hill, okay, it's not as dramatic as the sun rising all the time. Are we talking about Max Verstappen or Austin? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to be honest with you, it doesn't matter at this point, does it? Max Verstappen is going to win anyways. But for Austin Hill, he has won the last two races on this track. He finished second uh, in the one before. 
So Austin Hill has won two races in a row here. He's finished in the top three. He's finished in the top two in every single race that he's done here. At Daytona, he's got two super speedway wins in four races. I'm, I know, and I know Cody does not like plus 350 for a super speedway odds. But if it is going to cash, wouldn't you feel better putting something on it and having it cash than not putting something on it and having it cash like i'm just saying i know it's super speedway cody i know but i would be perfectly fine not betting on austin hill even if he wins i don't know I, most of the time yeah. most of the time cody and, and hear me out on this hear me out most of the time when we do this right we say the value is is there because the super speedway odds inflate other people's prices right we say that but if a guy is as dominant at plus 350, this is almost like minus 350 for Max Verstappen to win, but it's plus 350. It's still plus money. And I'm still saying that there is value in betting a guy who will probably win even at plus 350 because a plus 350 bet is still a plus money bet. You can what, make what, that and still make the other bets. That's what I'm saying. You can, but I I don't know. I just feel like you're risking way too much when there's so many unknowns. I get it. It's been three races. He's only finished first and second. It's his home state. You get everything. But you go back to like Talladega. He was the prohibitive favorite there. Ends up finishing in 18th. He gets caught up in shit. It's not. There's just so many more things that can go wrong here. Then if this was New Hampshire, if this was New Hampshire next week, and he's got two wins and, and a third place or a you know a second place finish in his other thing, then yeah, you're gonna lay plus three fifty. You're gonna lay less, maybe. Like makes so much sense. There's just so many things that can go wrong. I I cannot go that low on a super speedway bet. I think it's ridiculous that he's that price that low. I understand why they done it, but man, I I cannot back you on betting that. I wish the best of luck to you. But I would not be sad to not bet that, even if Hill wins. One of those things where we talk about it with Max a lot in F1, right? He's minus 300, so it's a, it's a different story because you're, there's a lot more risk there. But it's like you could bet. You could, in theory, bet that every week because he almost always wins, but you don't feel good about hitting it. I don't, I don't know if I would feel good about hitting this one. I don't know. It's uh, something I can't tuck myself into. But... Maybe Rod sold you on it, and uh, if he did, good luck. I hope you win. And and again, it's just a matter of how comfortable do you feel. And and honestly, I would feel comfortable doing it because it, again, it's if if I would be mad at myself if I didn't hit it. That's that's my thing. I would be mad if I was like, man, I just got suckered by the books into not taking this because they put it where they did. So you know, yeah. I don't want the books to win. <laughs> and hey, that's happened before, right? Max was was plus a hundred at. What was it Monaco? And we were like, oh, this is a trap. It's too many things. And he won by like 27 seconds. So he's, hey, he's still leading at Monaco. <laughs> it's actually true. I know. <laughs> uh, I don't think he actually stopped leading from Monaco until this past weekend. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, yeah, man, I don't know. It's tough, but uh, go, go ahead and, and move on with your other bet, Rod. I woke up and chose violence this morning. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say his name. Oh, oh. <laughs> if you're watching in you YouTube, you said you were going to say his name. I couldn't. <laughs> is it over? 
<laughs> Fine. I'm picking the number 11 car to win this race. This is why you watch on YouTube. See, we make it fun. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. <laughs> and if you're listening on the OG platforms, Tell you what. I removed myself from the stream, so it was just Rod on the screen. <laughs> do me a favor, Cody. I'm going to do like I do my kids. Earmuffs. Just take the headphones off. <laughs> I'm going to take my say. headphones off. <laughs> Dan oh, no. I didn't. Oh, okay. Daniel Hemrick is at 22 to 1. Now you may put your there you go. He's at okay. 22 to 1 yeah, to win this to race. That. Uh and and he's got an odds boost on Caesars to win this. He was 22 he was 200 or plus 2000 rather. Now he is at plus 22. Cody's got me all flustered cuz I don't want to do it. <laughs> he did finish second in this race last year. He finished 5th in the first era of the Super Speedway configure or, or I'm sorry, the fall race. Of that, and the first one, he did end up wrecking out of the the spring race. Uh, the first time they did, ever did that, finished thirty fifth, but he was eighth uh, when he started this race. He was second at the end of stage two, and then, like I said, got caught up in one of the bigger the bigger wrecks out there. Well, actually, no, he got caught up in the one fourteen wreck uh, in turn four with the 07 car at the time. Je uh, Joe Graf and him collected each other, and he got wrecked out of that race. It is not fun for us to say his name on the show. I know he cost Cody a lot of money, but he's a guy that if we're talking about being around at the end of races, sometimes he's one of those guys sometimes. I feel like he's picked up the pace a little bit over the last three races. Sonoma 13th, Nashville 8th, Chicago 7th. He's he's staying out of trouble over the last course of the last few races. So um, I don't know. I mean... I picked him because of the odds boost, so the books did sucker me into this one. But uh, I, I just think if we're planning for chaos, even if he creates it, then there's chaos. And he very easily could have won. What did he lose by 0.8 seconds last year? He could have won this race last year. So um, I'm just saying, let's 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 plan for this. And I think there's times to hop off the the train. This very well could be one of those. So. Uh, Cody, go ahead and and uh, and rebut yours to 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 this. You know why he's an odds boost. <laughs> now Rod is, has chosen to leave the stream. He doesn't want to hear me <laughs> talk bad about his number eleven. But uh, you know why he's on the odds boost, Rod? Because all the money they saved from the bets that did not cash of mine at Talladega because of this dumbass and his stupid moves, taking everyone out. <laughs> Usually I say, if you bet this, I hope you win. If you bet this, I hope you lose. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cody. You know, and it's all love. I mean, I, I, I'm telling you right now, I, I wasn't going to do it. I was going to pick somebody else. But I, I literally, I looked at that odds boost and I thought... Rod's just looking for ways to make us fight. <laughs> today? Well, this was... Xfinity is the one where we normally... It's, this is the one where we disagree way yeah. more than any other every time. <laughs> this series is the one where we don't we don't see eye-to-eye -eye more often than not. So that's why this is probably one of the more the more entertaining, uh, entertaining ones, yeah. <laughs> yeah, episodes that we ever put out. So, um, All right. I am going oh to... Uh, I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> Go over the bets. Get out your pen and paper. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna lay out the betting cards for this Alsco Uniforms 250 from the Atlanta Motor Super Speedway. Cody started you out with Ryan Sieg as a top five car at plus 500 over on Caesars. I gave you Josh Berry as a top three car at plus 340 on Caesars. Cody gave you Brett Moffitt as a top five car at plus 430 
on Caesars. I gave you John Hunter Nemechek as a top five car at plus 170 on Caesars. Cody said that Parker Kligerman was going to win Group A on Caesars at plus 420 over Sammy Smith, Chandler Smith, Sam Mayer, the number 11 car, and Herbst. Uh, I gave you Grand Greg Van Alst to uh, be a top five car at 22 to one on Caesars. And I said, why the hell not? We'll throw a little something on that 401 to win. We saw last week that worked. That was a winning strategy. May not be this time, but be fun to say it was if it was. Uh, Cody gave you uh, Haley as a top three car at plus 300. I gave you Gibbs over Creed at minus 120. Cody gave you Jeff Earnhardt as a top five car at plus uh, 1800. And Josh Williams also at 18 to one as a top five car. I said the winning car number would be over 18 and a half at plus 100. Cody Zeeb gave you Justin Haley at 12 to one. Riley Herbst at 22 to one. And uh, uh, Brandon Jones at 25 to one. Ryan Sieg at plus 4,000 over on Caesars to win. I said, look, go ahead and take Austin Hill at plus 350 and the number 11 car at 22 to one. To win this chaotic, crazy Atlanta race, Cody is already looking for a new co-host for this show. So uh, if you uh, tap you on the shoulder, all of your bets hit except any that are on Dan- on. Oh, oh, you almost said it. You almost cursed. <laughs> I can't believe I would almost cuss like that. My uh, apologies. I, I had to I mark hope this. all of your bets hit except any on number eleven. I had to mark this explicit because I said his name. So. <laughs> The censors didn't like it. Uh, oh man, what a fun show, Rob! What a fun show. Well, let's let's end it. <laughs> what a yeah, fun let's, show. Let's, let's end get out it. Oh <laughs> uh, man, no, yeah. Let no. everybody know where they can find you on social media. We will go ahead and get out of here and let everybody set their card and maybe not fill out the bubble by the number eleven car. I I mean I committed sacrilege on the show. That's okay. I'll spend my my five second penalty. Yes. We will, uh, yes, you've been issued a five-second penalty. Your uh, time on the show is being under review from the stewards, <laughs> and uh, we will consider updating the rule books to make sure this never happens again. <laughs> Anyways, follow me on Twitter, at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Uh, I got a ton of stuff going on this weekend. A couple of articles out at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. One with our friends at Underdog. Um, it's They've got the, the Rivals Pick'em season-long stuff. Got quarterbacks matched up, passing touchdowns, passing yards, rushing touchdowns, all kinds of fun stuff. I got a couple of those picked out, so uh, definitely give that a look. Check out the F1 Gambling Podcast. Had a killer week last week. They're back again this week, racing at Silverstone there for the British Grand Prix. Uh, I feel like we got some pretty good bets over there as well. And uh, yeah, come back tomorrow. Got Truck Series, got DFS to wrap up the week. Be a good week of uh, Super Speedway racing. All three series in action. We love it when that road, happens. Road course for the trucks. That's, That's what we're right. talking tomorrow. Mid-Ohio, baby. Let's do it. Uh, where yep. Indy was last week. So, fun cool. stuff. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media, the back road hitting the uh, YouTubes on Thursday. Make sure you check that out. And, of course, my article for Frequency Sake. You can find all that on the Twitter machine. Not leaving Twitter anytime soon. I don't care what Instagram says. Uh, your threads don't scare me. But all right, we'll see you tomorrow with more of the truck series and, of course, DFS later. Till then, let's go racing and let it ride.